Uh, God damn it. Welcome to another episode of, uh, of Those Muckrakers. Uh, the shouty radio people, the, the angry white boys. Um, We're particularly angry today. Oh my I'm Pat. God, and, and I'm Peter, Pete. and I'm, I'm I changed my name to Pistol Pete. I'm I'm extremely pissed off today. We're actually doing the podcast like four days early because we're just we're watching the world burn and go. We should probably say something about this before they cut the internet. Yeah, Peter was just telling me how um, what he has predicted about the election has come true so far. All the people saying that he's an alarmist, and it turns out no, he's not an alarmist. He's just a realist. And um, Pete Stradamus here is going to let us know what his next idea of what's going to happen is. But first, I was going to tell you. What my idea was, what I thought would happen when Trump won the election was that the world would burn no matter what, because A, he doesn't believe in global warming, so he'll roll back climate change protections that'll ensure that we'll slowly cook like Venus. Eventually, we'll have a runaway greenhouse effect and just cook the Earth. Well, what's cool, or well, he'll get us on. into nuclear what's, arms races. Well, I like, I like that you say uh, uh, runaway <clears throat> greenhouse effect, because what's really cool is apparently... Uh, the the ocean is a huge uh, an ocean and like the the poles I guess are huge mitigators of the greenhouse effect. So as we cause them to heat up, so, so you're saying this is a very polarizing subject. Yes, yes. People are like it's so divisive. Well, no wonder it's divisive. It's polarizing because the poles are melting. Exactly. But yeah, the greenhouse eventually will become self-sustaining. Even if we stop driving all cars and and cut all pollution, it will still continue to move on its own. Yes. There yeah. are things we could do right now. Yeah, switching to um, solar would help. But also if we, like, I don't know, grow more forests. Yeah. Like, if more stuff was there to soak up the CO2. Well, see, the problem, or the thing that the deplorables don't get whenever they talk about, well, you know, cows fart. How do you explain that CO2? Is that bad for the Earth? No, the Earth is designed to support a certain amount of CO2, such as cows farting. But uh, once the plants have absorbed all that and then they, you know, release oxygen, that's how things work. Uh, we then have all these factories that are producing CO2 above and beyond what nature is designed to support, and it's that excess CO2 well, that's that will why, cook us. Well, that's why cap and trade so, under Obama was great. Yeah, but those regulations that say you're not allowed to destroy the earth, Trump is sure to get rid of. They cut that red tape left, right, and center because it's more profitable in the short run, <laughs> and it'll wipe out humanity in the long run. But you know what? You know what? It creates jobs, Okay. Actually, that, let me go ahead and jump on to my That's Cute news for the week, because uh, I have some great <laughs> we're doing, news about that. We're doing this whole podcast and just angry fast forward. You're like, and another thing, the That's Cute news in the first two minutes, and another thing. I said over easy. <laughs> that's cute news. Um, remember how Trump said good, good, strong American steel? Oh, we're going to bring back so many jobs. Yeah, that's not um, happening. Trump's steel tariffs are projected to cost Americans about 400,000 jobs over the next year or so. So, um, yeah, we're about to lose half a million jobs just in time for the midterms. Good job! Yeah, man, but you still don't see the code in the Matrix, do you? Oh, that, that's the um, 16-dimensional chess that um, Trump plays. No, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, like he's kind of a dictator savant. Like he's real, he's real dumb, but he's like, like Rain Man. If yeah, Rain yeah, Man the, was real good the, at being a dictator, so here let the, me the let Forrest me, Gump of Mussolini's. Yeah, let me lay this down for you here, uh, real quick. So he creates steel tariffs. The country begins hurting, right? And do you think they're gonna look at glorious leader and go, "What have you done to us?" He's gonna go, "No, it was the Jews." All the Jews except Kushner, get him. <laughs> like everything bad that happens benefits him. So yep. he ruins the economy. He benefits because then he goes, it's those damn Democrats. We had to get them. Like, yeah, look at the, um, the the baby cages. He said that was the Democrats based on nothing, no evidence whatsoever. And people and ran with it. And all the arguments were like, well, uh, this was an Obama policy. And I'm like, no, Obama it wasn't. Obama never locked up babies. Also, I don't give Best a fuck. a month ago. I don't give a fuck whose policy it is. Let's yeah, stop it. Too. I mean, I care, too. I care about whose policy it is second Getting the children out of cages first. Right. And there was a and it's Trump's Californian fault. I'm judge. I'm laying that, it down. Yes. I'm just Trump's fault. Yes. Trump, Trump locked up babies. Trump locked up babies. I want the world to hear it and know it so that when I'm dead in a detention camp, they have me shouting in this recording, President Donald fuckwit Trump locked up children and then tried to blame someone else. Yep. Deplorable fuckwit Trump. But that's what's great, and, man. There's no shortage like, of people oh, he can and, blame. 
and two days after he said it's the democrats he uh signed an executive order to undo it question mark because a it sort of undoes it but b because he's a deplorable sack of shit he didn't undo it correctly instead he decided to redesign the system so that how people can get their children out is to turn themselves in for deportation and then sign like deportation papers so they get no due process no nothing and people saying well they're illegal immigrants like the president of the United States is saying, we don't need judges taking care of this. We just need to throw them out without due process. So that's, that's the great the 14th thing. fucking amendment. That's that's the that's the great thing. I love that this, and I, I think I believe I sent it to you. Uh, this guy the other day. Sorry, there, post- there's just there's so many issues here. It's hard for me to stay like single-minded on what I'm trying to say, but uh, I don't even remember let's, anymore. Well, let's follow. Trump's fault that there's baby cages. Well, let's, oh, and then he redesigned the system so that. The parents have to come and get their kids and be all either locked up together or deported together. There's actually, we don't know what's going to happen right now. Also, they already deported some of the parents. So what they have to do is after coming over here, getting caught, getting deported, they had their child snatched from them, kidnapped by the president of the United States. They have to now come back into America illegally and then turn themselves in again if they want to get their kid. Yeah. Oh, and the one, the ones that... um. Uh, lost their babies. Uh, 23andMe actually did something really cool. They donated a lot of DNA kits so that people can figure out who their babies were. Jesus, now we got now we need DNA kits because no one just wrote it down on a note card. That yeah, would have been. Yeah, there's no system in place. Yeah, I have been. All right, so, about this. so this this is so this was my favorite thing from this week, and I sent it to you. When I'm going to read it here on this podcast, this is by Ronald Klain, who was um, I can't remember. He did something in the Obama White House, uh, but he's a very interesting guy. Oh, he was the czar of something. I can't remember. I think he was the Ebola czar. Remember when the Republicans said that calling people czars was like a huge mark against Obama because it sounded too Russian? Yeah, but everybody's been doing that. Yeah, but I mean, they're saying, oh, and Russia's such a bad guy. Russians are so evil until they help uh, Trump win the election. Then they're all like, well, now, Putin's not such a bad guy. So follow this thread, if you will, all right? So uh, Trump tweeted that we should basically, we need to get immigrants out of here faster, so we need to just go ahead and kick them out. No due process, no court hearing. Just grab them, send them back to where they come from, right? Uh, yeah, Trump will grab him by the pussy without even asking. He just so, does it, and when you're rich, they so let you do Ronald it. Ronald Klain brought up something that I think is perfectly amazing, and this is this is it, man. This is the like we're on the downhill slope now. Uh, Ronald Klain uh, writes: If Trump can deny due process to those allegedly here unlawfully, ICE can grab you, allege that you aren't a citizen, and deport you without a hearing. Yep. Everyone who has tweeted back, not me. I can prove I'm a citizen. Ronald Klain says, "You missed the point." Without due process, who will you, you prove it to? Where will you show your proof? A right to a hearing of a judicial review protects all of us. That's what I've been yep. saying. Anytime people are like, oh, we just, nope, due <coughs> fucking process. If you can't yep. get these courts through fast enough, hire more judges. Expand the courts. But Trump's worried that the judges will be uh, corrupt. That's what he says. <coughs> but the uh, Well, then, then if I commit a crime, then should yeah, I go on that, trial? What if the judge is corrupt? Yeah, I mean, that's that too. But honestly, I think he's worried that the judges won't be corrupt. And unless they're already corrupted and the right type of corruption that's on his side, then they're not going to be on his side. At this point, this fucking maniac. Also, Trump is extremely lazy, and he probably just doesn't want to have to do that work because he realizes it's going to be him that has to sit down with all the paperwork. Well, this And he's a lazy sack of shit. He just wants to go golfing. Well, here's the thing. That's why I'm calling him an idiot savant. This lazy maniac has managed to figure out, like, he scapegoated people. He's begun begun interning children, and I've already said it. If you can put children in a cage, you can put anyone in a cage— it's like pizza yeah. on a bagel. Once you go that way, it's like, yep, that's it. You can. I mean, now you can have pizza anytime. We we anytime. already have because of the the rules on terror. We already have the kind of legal ability to lock you up forever without trial, uh, if we wow. believe you to be a terrorist. So now, if we can strip strip your citizenship, there's nothing to stop us from doing anything to you. Yep. You so now have that no rights. Now they're poised to start just like singling people out and uh, deciding yeah this person's a troublemaker let's deport them without due process and then lock them up indefinitely in Guantanamo Bay yep. what happens when they go and they that's s- gonna be what happens to the two of us if muckrakers ever becomes popular we're just luckily we may Guantanamo. be saved we may be saved from our own by our own like uh, nobody listening 
<laughs> yeah. But that's why I love what Maxine Waters said. I think she should God, run for Maxine, fucking president of the United States. Maxine she Waters. Triggered, she triggered the shit out of those conservatives by saying what's right to do. Yeah. Which is, Maxine Waters is um, a wonderful person. I, who She's like in New York somewhere? Uh, I believe so. Um, but yeah, she... And, she... Anyway, she... She said that um, we should disband ICE and prosecute the members of ICE. Yeah. We should treat them like war criminals. That's exactly where we should start. Um. Now, uh, invertebrate Paul Ryan said that we should... Um, or He wants to have her punished for saying this. Lots of people are calling for her head. But, you know, I say, fuck them, right? Like, this is, this is what needs to happen. The fact that they're panicking means that they are horrified that this narrative will catch on because that that strikes at the heart of the entire Republican system, which is rampant, unaccountable xenophobia. I'm sorry, Maxine Waters is from California. Ah, California. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she basically said that, like, so what, what triggered this was Sarah Huckabee Sanders got run out of a, a restaurant because they didn't want to serve her. And then uh, subsequently, like, other members of the Trump administration have been, like, hounded outside their houses and, like, run out of restaurants. And she goes, good. She's like, don't let them rest. Like, wherever these people gather, like, get a crowd. Let them know they're not welcome. And everyone's, oh, she's inciting violence. How dare she should apologize. Where is the decorum? Oh, here's the intolerant left. <laughs> Well, oh my God, there's so much to unpack here. First of all, uh, Hucka Sanders was, she's not the first person to be ran out of a restaurant. Stephen Miller, that happened to him like two days before then. But um, Hucka Sanders decided to let everyone know on her official press account. Oh yeah, so she broke the law too, yeah. Yeah, that's um, that's an ethics violation to use the official press secretary account to call out a restaurant. And then President Trump decided to also tweet about it, calling it filthy, undermining private businesses as the president of the United States, which is extremely illegal. But, you know, whatever. He breaks the law like most people breathe, just fucking constantly. And he just keeps getting away with it because no one can do anything about it. So so intolerant Maxine Waters said we need to push oh, M- back. Mueller, will, Mueller might impeach him and, like, uh, a year, but yeah, how many laws does he get to break between now and then? Well, as many as he can, as many well, as he feels like. So Ma- Maxine Waters, everybody, you know, uh, they're they're yelling a, for a tr- her. A they're... Trump Chuck will break all the laws he can break if Trump Chuck can break laws. You know, like the wood Chuck. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I was just swinging. I, w- I understood. I just wasn't laughing because it wasn't funny. Um, so they're they're angry at her and they're talking about where's the civility and decorum from Democrats. I got a quote here from uh, Milo Yiannopoulos. What, what's what's the guy the gay darling of the right? What's his name? It's just Milo. Milo. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I, so I this, don't care about his last name. This smarmy asshole uh, uh, says that he can't wait for the vigilante squads to start gunning down journalists on site. So these fuckers are like, oh, I so can't the wait. T- the two of us have bent over backwards not to threaten anyone on this podcast and milo meanwhile is just like no no shoot everyone on the left it's like fuck off yeah and now they're mad at maxine waters because she's like we should push back a little bit and everyone's like oh my god like that's the problem and like i read a great thing that says like this is for the so much for the tolerant left has been bull bait for a long time. Yeah. It basically means that uh, the right keeps to being as uncivil as they want. And if the left so much as mentions that this is happening, suddenly we can just, you know, rain shit down upon them. We can't even call Nazis out for being Nazis without people saying, you're just, you're, you're, you're making fun of people with different political views than you. So yeah, that's the problem. I don't think we should exterminate all the Jews. I they, mean, I yeah, don't they've got these. Know they, why that's a political? They view. make it sound like we're arguing over like uh, you know, like just a like political view. Like I believe that Memorial Day should be always be a three day weekend, and I'm like, oh, I think that's ridiculous. Memorial Day should just be one day. Right. Difference of political opinion, not. Right. You know what? I think that uh, I think that people deserve health care, and someone else going, yeah, well, I think Jews should not replace us. That's not a political <laughs> opinion. That's an, ex- ex- an I can't even talk. That's an existential disagreement. Yes, like and there is Jesus no middle Christ. ground for that. But uh, oh my God! So we were talking about predicting the uh, future. My prediction is is that the world's gonna burn. We'll never be able to um, get rid of Trump in time. But at least people that voted for Gary Johnson can relax and say, "What well, I voted my conscience." Okay, so yeah, all right. Let me go and stop you there. You I, know, I was giving you that segue. I know, I know. 
you know, if you want to blame Gary Johnson, that's cool. But Gary Johnson's going to be down the list. You know what I mean? Like, first and <laughs> foremost on the list are the people putting kids in cages by going, <laughs> by pointing at that and going, well, I'm real happy y'all voted for Gary Johnson. How about we point to the people that are doing it, like ICE yeah. and like these psycho right-wing people that have enacted a soft coup and taken over the government? Yeah. So those would be like the teabaggers that um, up turned the whole system uh, two years into Trump or Trump into Obama's presidency. And then they've basically held the government hostage for the next six years. And then Fox News's rhetoric just gets crazier and crazier because the uh, the candidates get crazier and yeah. Fox has to support them in their insanity. So like this is just sort of a, um, a feedback loop of everyone just getting more and more insane and separated from reality on the right. Well, my 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 prediction. So what's going to happen next is we're going to pivot but because because crazy uh, is good at creating sound bites like build the wall because they're good at creating sound bites. They're good at aggregating um, enough votes to sort of snake through the system. Now, of course, they still produce uh, three to five million fewer votes than the Democrats did, but they had, you know, the uh, Putin's help, Russian's help, and also the FBI's help. Like, just because um, Comey had buyer's remorse later for yeah, getting it, Trump elected doesn't mean he didn't play a significant if you're gonna, role. If you're going to blame anybody, yeah, put, put, put Gary Johnson voters below Comey. You know what I mean? No single individual has had more influence over this election than fucking Comey. Yeah, because, I mean, he says, you know, golly, um, it, it makes me nauseous to think that I might have swayed the election one way or the other. And it's like, motherfucker, how do you think it makes us feel? Yeah. Being kids in cages. That's on your hands. It makes me nauseous when I think about them dragging me out of my house by my heels, yelling and like burn. Me. Yeah, yelling shoot and burn the liberals, because that's what's coming. My prediction is, and I hope this is wrong, but my prediction is this is going to happen next. Uh, I think Trump's now, gonna... Peter, you're just an alarmist, and um, hmm, what's that van pulling up outside? Yeah, right. I wish I was a fucking alarmist. Uh, all right, yeah. so my my predictions for the future is what's going to happen. Uh, Mueller's. I don't. Yeah, all right. So I don't think Mueller is actually investigating. I think Mueller is on a vacation. I think Mueller <laughs> went to the Bahamas, and then he'll release some like new stuff uh, uh, occasionally. According to, according to inside sources, he's getting ready to um, begin prosecuting over Trump Russia. Uh, early fall. So at the very end of the summer, we'll finally start to see the impeachment process. Which would be great, but my prediction is that'll be too little too late uh, because with what we're about to talk about... By that that time, the uh, the FBI's credibility will be completely... You know, torn apart. The justice system will be in shambles. Rosenstein will be long fired, and then finally Trump can just get rid of Mueller, well, pardon himself, and just fart on along. And you're right. And here's the thing: uh, uh, with what's happening with the Supreme Court right now, uh, as in like uh, uh, Kennedy, um, just re- like he's going to retire in April, I believe. He just announced he's going to retire. Yeah, Justice Anthony Kennedy, who is a conservative but is a crucial swing vote on the Supreme Court, uh, he's retiring. Um, He's the reason why we have Obamacare and um, the rights to abortion and what else? He's the reason that gay people can get married. Yes, and gay people can get married, all thanks to this guy who decided to give us 5-4 towards the side of goods favor. Unlike this week in which it's been 5-4 towards the deplorables favor. Right, and I can't blame him, but, I mean, like, he's 81, but it's also like, dude, I'm sorry. I can blame him. He can hold out for just, like, a few more years. You've been like, there for 40 the years? I'm sorry. You've been there for 43, and you can't... I'm sorry. You've been on the on the Supreme Court for 30 years. You can't make it an even 32 and just fucking die at your post? Right. Like, if he can just hold out until after the midterms, we'd have enough Democrats to stall the same way Mitch McConnell stalled um, Obama's appointee all the way until the next Democratic elected president, and then we can have a real Supreme Court justice. And then we could even use the, um, the what's it called, the do-over rule to um, get rid of Gorsuch. But yeah, so so he's leaving. So my prediction is with full control of the Supreme Court, meaning that he has gotten to nominate two justices, thus making any Supreme Court decision uh, that and breaks with the down... First- with the first one, he took um, Congress's suggestion, and that's why Gorsuch is um, not the worst possible person. Right. But now he's sort of caught on to the fact that he's president. Like, that's part of his cognition now. So he's probably, this is probably where he's going to nominate Ivanka to be Supreme Court right. Justice Ivanka yeah. and whatever else. And the deplorables will be like, well, that's fine. She's a lovely lady. Why, why do the left hate women? Right. God so he's going to take full control of the Supreme Court. Once he has control of the Supreme Court, because he already has control of Congress, 
Uh, as you said, the credibility of the FBI will be fully destroyed by then. And then any any anything anything that the FBI does bring to bear on him can be labeled uh, uh, like you know the Supreme Court can rule that it's unconstitutional or any of that yeah. stuff, and they can shut just, the investigation down. Game over, wait, man. Just wait till um, Trump's able to serve a third term because of a five-four decision. And then a fourth term, and then a fifth, and then a sixth. And then 150 years from now, whenever we finally have a Democratic president again, Mitch McConnell's still alive, who'll just obstruct the um, the one Democratic nominee for Supreme Court all the way until uh, the next Republican president. And then we'll go from a possible, you know, 1-8 back to a 0-9. So it'll gets... just stay Republicans all the way down. So uh, it gets even better. Um, uh, the the undo act is what it's called, where we can possibly remove Gorsuch. But this, you know, we need. Wait, are you people. making up the undo act? Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. Really? Please, yeah, please explain up. the undo act to me and the listeners. I thought you were like, yeah. I thought you were so angry you were naming a childhood thing like Takesies Backsies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you were like, ah oh, man, it's dibs. You know, Obama called dibs, and we can't undo it. I well, there's um. There's actually a solution I have to what's going on right now, but it only works if uh, we're able to get Trump out of the presidency, even if it takes all four years to get rid of him. There is a solution to this, to actually getting the Supreme Court back in the hands of the Democrats. Is this a real, if is this a real or solution, or is this something stupid that's going to make me mad like you're that's cute news? It's a, it's a real solution. And here's the thing. Let's say, let's pretend like um, it goes from 5-4 to 6-3, uh, right? Let's say it's um, even 7-2, right? Suddenly there's six or seven Republicans to uh, just two Democrats remaining. Okay. You know, the, um, the number of Supreme Court justices does not have to be nine. There's no rule anywhere that says it has to be nine. That's just how many we've been going with. Okay. So the next guy... The next Democratic president can just say, well, now there's going to be 11 Supreme Court justices, and he'll nominate all Democrats. And then, after we have majority Democrats, he can th then put a law in place that says, well, there's always going to be 11 now, and only a three-fourths vote by uh, Congress can undo this. So what you're talking about is actually fascinating because um, President Roosevelt, when he was trying to pass all his stuff to save the country, kept having um, the Supreme Court block him. Mm -hmm. So he announced a plan to expand the Supreme Court to as many as 15, to do what you said, uh, to make it more efficient. Uh, critics charged that he was trying to pack the court and neutralize Supreme Court justices hostile um, to his uh, his views, right? Um, yeah. So uh, in 37... Uh, there was there was a um I'm sorry I'm trying I'm still trying to find the exact uh he issued a proposal in 37 to provide full retirement or retirement at full pay for all members of the court over 70 if a justice refused to retire an assistant with full voting rights was to be appointed thus ensuring Roosevelt's liberal minority majority uh, most Republicans and Democrats in Congress opposed the court packing plan before the bill came the bill came to vote. Two Supreme Court justices came over to the liberal side and by a narrow majority upheld his constitution, the stuff that he was trying to do. Um, so he tried, but like it didn't like it, it like it, it was very like unlikely that it was going to work. Hey. So the Undo Act has already been used 14 times by Trump to undo stuff that Obama has done. Uh -huh. It's um, also known as the Congressional Review Act, and it was originally put into place by Bill Clinton in uh, 96. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, let's see, it's, um, da, 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 same form, it's, uh, it's the same as issuing a new rule that sub yeah, substantially the same Less new rule. Anyway, it uh, it basically gets rid of the old rule that nobody approves of anymore, so right. that uh, future Congresses aren't stuck with things that past Congresses have done. Right. So we can throw out old stuff, including the resolution to allow Gorsuch to be a Supreme Court justice. Supreme Court justices are congressional acts, so congressional review acts can undo this. Yeah, but I think it's very unlikely that we're actually going to pull. Even if you have a, a Democrat supermajority, they'll still filibuster it. Like, like I could never imagine like having having a Supreme Court justice who has been appointed removed. But he's a stolen appointment, and it was a stolen appointment during a stolen presidency. So you know, it's. I also don't think it's 
likely that they're going to move up to 11 Supreme Court justices, but it's something they can do. Yeah, I mean, it's, a way it, that we can it's, fix it's nice this that mess. it's nice that there's light at the end of the tunnel. So, speaking of the Supreme Court shitting the bed this week, oh my god, they've like they just uh, like all right, so uh, the first one that not, not a lot of people know about, and I'll just kind of briefly run through this one. Supreme Court rules against mandatory union fees in Janus versus AFSCME. So basically what this means is that if you're part of a, a job... This, is, this is just as bad as removing the individual mandate on... Obamacare, right, right, which, right. yes, I believe that that should be undone because we should have universal health care, so then you don't have to pay for it, but they're just getting rid of the mandatory payment without giving us universal health care, yeah. which means nobody gets health care, yep. and the same thing applies to unions. Take so, yeah. so the idea is that uh, if you work for a job that has a, a un- like a public sector job that has a union, uh, everyone's got to pay in because the union's collective bargaining benefits everyone. So if the union fights and gets you a shorter work day, it's not like everybody in the union gets to go home at noon, but Jeff has to work till 5. Everyone goes home at noon, right? So right. therefore, everybody pays in. It's called like fair share fees. Uh, the court ruled in a 5-4 decision uh, that this clashes with individual rights and that the fees violate the free speech rights of non-members by compelling them to subsidize private speech on matters of substantial public concern. So they did it because a lot of times unions um, support a specific candidate, and so they're saying, oh, this this interferes with your right to support who you want. Um, but the problem is, like... Uh, Unions were already not permitted to use funding from non-union members for political activity, and that has been in place mm. for 41 years. So basically what happened was the corporations got behind these people and were like, yeah, let's fucking erode the unions. And now unions are going to die in an area where we've, we've and at, at a time that we have not seen so much like uh, uh, corporate oversight and like just like um, corporate interference in elections since like the, since the Gilded Age, since the turn of the century with robber barons. And we fought yeah. to get unions because uh, collective bargaining is the only way by pulling our money together is the only way we can fight like corporate interest and like, you know, uh, the government. And so say goodbye to that. Yep. Uh, fun fact, though. Um, remember how Trump called the uh, Red Hen restaurant filthy on his Twitter account? Yes. Um in its lifetime, this particular red hen that Hucka Sanders ate at has had zero health code violations, while Mar-a-Lago over the past three years has had 78. Yeah. Well, so. And he also hired a bunch of immigrants to work at Mar-a-Lago as he throws <laughs> immigrants out of the country. Uh, speaking of um, baby cages uh, and blocking people, that was the other Supreme Court case this year. They decided to say, yeah, um, his travel bans can be upheld. Oh, I'm so angry at this. Now, so, like, this this is super fucking infuriating because, A, it is a mu- – oh, God, there's ah, – it's a Muslim ban. He said it was a Muslim ban. He called it a Muslim ban. He campaigned on it being a Muslim ban. And then, like, way later on, other people called it a travel ban just to try to clean up his language to make it uh, not against the fucking Constitution. But – it is against the Constitution, and so the Supreme Court should have upheld the fucking Constitution, as is their job, but they didn't for I don't know what reason. So now it's okay for us to have Muslim bans and ban Muslims from all countries except the ones, that's right, where Trump has businesses. Well, if he makes money from it, you can't ban people from that state. Well, the... the um, or the, from that country. The, what do you call it? The, uh, the liberal justice brought up a good, really good point. They say uh, it's even more troubling considering the um, uh, the stark parallels between uh, the reasoning of this case and that of Korematsu versus the United States. If you're unfamiliar with Fred Korematsu versus the United States, uh, during World War II, after Pearl Harbor, we said, oh, Japanese people might be dangerous. So we put them all in baby cages. Concentration well, yeah. camps. Yeah, we put them in internment camps. All right, so with the Japanese, I make, I make the distinction between concentration and internment camps because at that time, the actual... German and, concentration and, camps were actively killing people. We were just interning and, people and ruining yeah, their lives. I was going to say, um, I, I just wanted to bring this up right quick. A lot of people conflate um, internment camps, concentration camps, and extermination camps mm-hmm. as the same thing. Extermination camps and concentration camps are two different things. Concentration camps are concentrations of people caged up together, a certain type of people like all the Jews, all the Japanese people, all the right, Mexican right, right. babies. 
Uh, well, the, extermination camps are the ones where people went to die. However, the Jewish concentration camps were so filthy that people still died there in mass. Uh, ergo, a lot of people started to say, "Oh, it's the same. It's all the same thing." Right. So the the only reason I would call the Japanese internment camps internment camps is because at the same time, the Jewish concentration camps, people were dying like cordwood. In the internment camps, they were terrible. Uh, we took people away from their homes and businesses. They lost everything. Yeah. Uh, they were barely compensated, not not much money at all, and they were held there simply oh, because um, they were Japanese. Oh, a lot of uh, a lot of people around the world actually used concentration camps back then, but they sort of fell out of favor with the entire civilized world after World War II yeah. for hopefully obvious reasons. I just wanted to make because the distinction. they got a really bad name. It's sort of like how you would never want to wear a manji just to sh- show everyone that you wish them good luck anymore. Or the same way I would never wear a really sweet, tiny little mustache under my nose. Right. If anyone's not aware, a manji is a, it's like a backward swastika. So if you look at a swastika, if it looks like it's giving you a thumbs down on the right side, that's a swastika. If it looks like it's giving you a thumbs up, then that's a manji. That's how I remember which way is which. However, most people don't give a fuck about the differences. If it's, you know, a little propeller looking thing, then yeah. it's a swastika. Don't wear it. But the point the point I'm trying to bring up is the only reason or I... Or do I, wear it if you're in Trump country. Well, the reason I bring it up with the Korematsu versus the United States uh, is because they were. I just we didn't exterminate the Japanese people. It was still really fucked up. I just wanted that yes. that that difference to be made. It still wasn't right, but at least we weren't pushing them into ovens. Um, so the whole point was we locked them up because we thought they could be a danger to national security. Uh, Fred Korematsu was like, "Man, I'm American. You can't do this to me." It went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court went, "Ah, yeah, they can. You know, uh, national security." And we've always, like, after that, we've always said that, like, that was a really horrible thing. The yeah. the um, Supreme Court really shit the bed in ruling in favor of the United States, right? Yes. So they're saying that the Muslim ban uh, is, 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 like, is really bringing up troubling parallels uh, between the two cases. Um, yep. Chief Justice John Roberts of the majority uh, conservative decision expressed an air of offense at the dissenters' decision that Trump's travel ban was akin to the internment of U.S. Japanese citizens. Japanese citizens. Um, yeah, it's worse because it's in 2018 this shit's happening. Yeah. I know, I know, current year argument, blah, 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 but it's still, it's fucking, we should know better these days. So this is what's great about it. We have better access to education than ever before. People should know what the fuck they're doing and not do the wrong thing. These people, these conservatives have fucking brain damage. Uh, Let me tell you what Chief Justice John Roberts said. He said, uh, and I quote, uh, whatever rhetorical advantages the dissent may see in doing so, Korematsu has nothing to do with this case. The forcible relocation of U.S. citizens to concentration camps solely and explicitly on the basis of race is objectively unlawful and outside the scope of presidential authority. Uh, Roberts also wrote, but it is wholly inapt to liken that morally repugnant order to a facially... facially? neutral policy denying certain foreign nationals the privilege of admission. So he's saying we're we're not we're not rounding them up, we're just denying them admission. But he also just said uh that f- the forcible relocation, I guess the key here is US citizens to concentration camps uh on the basis of race is objectively and unlawful and outside the scope of the presidential authority. But I guess it's okay if they're not US citizens. <sighs> but again, how can you prove that they're um, not U.S. citizens? If we strip the when, fucking uh, rights away from them. Right, if they're not allowed to have a court date to prove it otherwise. And here's uh, a few fun facts, too. One is that um, we've seen from satellite imagery that uh, North Korea has pushed their nuclear oh, that's my fa- weapons and I can't, things forward. You know what? This will be the one but, time I'm on the side of the North Koreans. I can't blame them. If you watch the fucking rapid clip at which Donald Trump and the United States are unraveling, I'd be out there with, I'd like, like, I'm surprised in the satellites that have been like, uh, news today, satellites, uh, apparently Kim Jong-un is out there with a hammer, lending a hand, because they realize they got to get this, <laughs> shil- this shit built fast. Like, yeah. yeah so, no shit. Um, so our current retarded president, uh, we're not supposed to use the R word, our current retarded president. I think president for him, I think for is, him it's uh, okay. Yeah, because it's, anyway, this guy, Trump, undid the much better nuclear deal that Obama had made with Iran because Iran agreed to inspections to ensure that they would, you know, dis 
dismantle everything that they had that could make nukes and have nothing, none of the chemicals required to make it, put it together, any of that. And regular inspections would ensure that they're not even trying to make it or do anything like that. Trump just decided to take Kim Jong-un at his word, which clearly has not worked. So good job on undoing the Iran deal, which is now going to threaten to create a arm, nuclear arms race in the Middle East whenever Iran starts to make nukes, so everyone else has to make nukes to keep up with them. And that's why I'm saying the world will burn. We're going to go straight into nuclear winter soon. Well, it gets even well, better. Well, as soon as Iran's able to make the nukes, and then North Korea makes the nukes, and then everyone starts launching them. It, gets, it gets even better. Oh, oh um, so. it, it actually does get better because <laughs> tensions are about to go back up with North Korea because guess what? The original travel ban also <laughs> called for. Fucking North Korea. <laughs> yeah, it also it said... We're also banning North Korea because Trump's like, it's not a Muslim ban. I'll add North Korea to it. Yeah. Um, but so, since then, we've been trying to make peace with them. But Trump stupidly just left that in place because he's a monster and not a president. And he is really, really wicked, not smart. Well, like, uh, so another another great thing happened. So there were several um, gerrymandering cases uh, on the Supreme Court docket. Uh <laughs> and if you don't know, gerrymandering is when a political uh, group redraws the district to give themselves a specific advantage, usually to break up minority groups or other groups that would otherwise vote against them, right? It's so crazy that in one place the district ran right through the center of a college because the college voted liberal. So they were trying to undo that, right? Mm-hmm. So there were there were a couple of... Uh, <coughs> Basically, this is how this is. You know how we have um, we've been having a majority Republican Congress for a very long time now. Yeah. Well, we have majority Democratic congressional voters, so way more Democrats are voting for congressmen than Republicans. But we still have majority Republicans because they gerrymandered the shit out of the maps. Like yeah. it's really, really like diabolical what they're doing, and. Um, Whenever you try to bring this up, like, at best, uh, some deplorable might say, well, you know, the Democrats did it, too. Okay, like, one Democrat one time 50 years ago might have done something that's a ghost of what's happening now. <coughs> but it is. It's not even apples to oranges. It's like an apple to the planet Earth. Like, well, it's a huge In Texas, uh, the, you know, the, in, again, a 5-4 decision, uh, they said that the, uh, the lines, the district lines can stand. And the majority opinion, Justice yeah. uh, Samuel uh, you know Alito. You, hold on, this is great. Of, okay, Samuel Alito says with a straight face, "There is nothing to suggest that the legislature proceeded in bad faith." Oh fuck him! Um, <coughs> which is great because the same thing happened in North Carolina, um, but uh, North Carolina officials did not even dispute that they fought to favor supporters of Republican candidates. The state legislator responsible for drawing the maps said he did so because, quote, electing Republicans is better than electing Democrats. So you have the justices going, there's nothing to suggest the legislation was done in bad faith. And then you have the Except people that drew it. fucking said. Yeah, then you have, like, fucking snidely whiplash, like, like rubbing his mustache and going, oh, I, I did it completely in bad faith, because fuck the Democrats, that's why. It... That reminds me of how Trump said over and over again that it's a, a Muslim ban, but the Supreme Court justices said, well, you know, we're not, we're not going to take what he said on the campaign trail as um, anything or into consideration when judging this case. So, but that's where he was telling you why he was yeah, doing it. that's what if the dissenting... Throw out all the, if you cherry pick what you want to hear, then of course you can say that uh, anything is in good faith. Ah! Yeah, so, um, uh, you know, the... Uh... The the Supreme Court is dead. Uh, and, as, the, and as all the nukes are falling and all the uh, deplorables are out there eating their squirrels because Trump stole all of their steel jobs, they can be like, we sure triggered them liberals. Good boy. <coughs> well, we the, sure did, pa! Boom. The, pro the problem... The mushroom well, clouds go up. Well, the problem is, like, uh, even after a nuclear apocalypse, like, they're still going to blame the liberals. You know what I mean? That's the problem <laughs> with, like... Um, this cult mentality of supporting this guy no matter what because he points his finger and blames and then people just go like the, yeah all right yep it's uh, the Democrats even though the Republicans control every facet of the government right now yep it's uh, it's the Democrats clearly the small the small Democrats if we can just get rid of them things will be better and that's what they're doing um, 
They, they really are. Like, Trump's even saying that there's going to be a red wave now, which is funny because that makes it sound like an ocean of blood. Yeah, there will but, be. You know. He's right, though. There will be a red wave. Sometimes I think that uh, he's an idiot, like a dictator savant. And other times I think he accidentally, like... Um, predicts the future like 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 he like there's a like he's got some kind of like uh prescient powers that he doesn't know about because he's too stupid to spell prescience and he's just like up there doing his whole like in another thing the fucking democrats uh an asteroid will hit the earth in the year 20 uh 21 in march the democrat everyone's like wait what like he just yeah mirror mirror on the wall who's the bigliest of them all sad like yeah. So, um, if, it, if it makes so, you go ahead of all the people saying that um, you know we're, we're just being alarmist about the whole Nazi thing I actually have a little speech put together here as, is it um, just you screaming in German as you read one of Hitler's speeches I never thought I would say this on this podcast but you got a great Hitler impression oh thank you <laughs> It's Bernie and fucking Hitler. Oh, I'm glad we can laugh in these times. Aye, aye. So, um, there's going to be a Nazi rally in uh, Washington, D.C. Oh, good. Is the president going? <laughs> uh, I Is he the keynote? It's going to be on August 11th and 12th. It's going to be the same people that chanted, Jews will not replace us, and blood and soil. Is he the keynote speaker? It's, uh, it's going to be on the National Mall. And uh, here's a, a great speech that was posted by Brecca that I would like to uh, read. Please, read it. We need this. We, as a country, need the KKK to march past Link the Lincoln Memorial. We need American Nazis carrying torches to march past the World War II Memorial. We need this cult of sociopathic racist murderers to make it to the White House lawn and to have a fucking pit picnic. Then we, as a country, need to turn to the rest of the world and say, we, as a country, want this. We asked for this. We voted for this. We want literal Nazis marching in our nation's capital. We want you, the rest of the world, to see what we wanted, what we asked for, what we're becoming. Blocking people from the country for no reason other than their religion wasn't enough. Torturing wasn't enough. Ripping children from immigrant parents wasn't enough. Leaving diplomacy wasn't enough. Leaving the UN Human, right, Human Rights Council wasn't enough. We decided that we want literal Nazis with literal torches in what used to be the beacon of freedom. We want Nazis in Washington, D.C. That's why we elected someone who would defend them in public in earnest. Yep. Was fun, fun times, right? Was that written by Gladys from uh what do you call it? <laughs> Portal. Yeah. That sounds like uh, a that sounds like a Gladys speech, like if Gladys were around today. Now Peter, we've both said a lot of things that you're going to regret. <clears throat> yeah, it's um that was I love GLaDOS. Um I've been seeing a lot of just like uh <laughs> and I I never like <clears throat> like okay look. Like myself, right? I have urges to like punch people and just act like an asshole in public we all do right uh, yeah um and, and some people have urges to do that towards brown people but the thing is even if like the president came on like national tv and was like <clears throat> peter uh i want you to know that when someone gets in your way and they don't apologize it's okay to push them just push them right down like i'd be like yeah no i'm still not gonna shove people in public that's like that's not right um, I, I didn't realize I that other people were not like that. Yeah, they. Um, as soon as the president starts telling them it's okay to be an asshole, they're all like, "What? Well, okay, then." Yeah, I did not realize when the president's basically like, "It's okay to go after black people." That people would go after like, and I'm glad that these people are st like they they make the mistake of they think that like the president's going to support them and they're still being prosecuted. Thank God. I don't know how much longer that's going to last. I don't know when it becomes open season on more. I should say when it becomes more uh, of an open season open on minorities season. than it already is. Uh, I mean, God, when that happens, that's probably whenever we should, like, flee the country and come to people from the, um, white privilege power station in Canada, or Greenland, or something like that, right? Um, 
Because that's the thing, and that's the problem, is, like, these people, like, the, the, the basically, the people that MLK warned us about, not the outright, like, in-your-face Nazis screaming, Jews will not replace us, but the majority that, that are quiet, that want to be civil, and don't want to rock the boat. You know, yeah. the, the Germans that were not Jews, that knew that, like, they wouldn't be dragged out of their houses by the Gestapo, right? Those are the people that are the problem, because they are, they are quietly complicit, and that they allow this to happen, you know? Yeah. Um, and like that's the and, problem, uh, and that's why I mean, I'm going to go to a death camp because I am not going to be quiet and complicit and let this happen. I mean, Fox News does brainwash a lot of them into thinking that everything's okay, but surely they must notice that Fox is lying to them, right? Like they gotta have eyes to see and ears well, to hear not, and remember. be able to look at Trump's Twitter and be all like, "Oh, he doesn't behave at all the way Fox says he behaves." Yeah. Remember, the Fox News people, there's there are more. Like quiet, good-hearted people that just don't want to get involved and don't want to make a scene, then there are like Fox News lunatics. You know what I mean? <coughs> or both. I mean, I know like quiet, good-hearted people that watch Fox News and soundly believe that Obama's a Muslim terrorist. I also, strangely enough, know people that watch Fox News all the time and do not believe Fox News at all. They just have to listen to it because their uh, spouse turns it on. <laughs> so, yeah. So I mean, like, I don't know, man. I feel like there's some hope, but it's very small. Um, but but I mean, we're already uh, we're I, I, I keep posting. We're on we're on the downhill slope to the death camps. Uh, unless mm-hmm. something drastically changes, people so, are prosecuted so, and like things are reversed. Um, mainly, <laughs> if Trump is not taken out of office before too long, like he, I already I already think he's too powerful to be prosecuted. I'll be happy to be proved wrong. You can pull this sound clip up. On later podcasts, I'm sure they'll pull it up at my court hearing. When uh, what was what was do your Hitler impression again? Uh, so yeah, when I'm in court and they're yelling that at me, and then they play this uh, podcast. Uh, but I think that I think that he's too powerful, especially with um the Republican cult majority behind him to be prosecuted. I don't think he can be touched, and I think that he will like once he realizes it. Um. And I don't think he's realized it yet that how untouchable he's, he is. He's, um, he's sl- it has slowly throughout his entire presidency occurred to him that he is the president. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why he allowed Congress to give him Gorsuch the first time whenever he was nominating a Supreme Court justice. But the second time, which is coming up, that's probably when we're going to see Ivanka. Supreme Court Justice Ivanka. It is, but it also, like, Mitch McConnell pushes back a little bit on some things, so it'll be interesting how far uh, along Turtle Man will go with him. Like I said, Turtle Man, he, would, he does not care if America burns to the fucking ground so long as he's in charge of the cinders. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, I can't know. believe he has been in charge of the fucking Senate for such a goddamn long time, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're at the point now when, like, it's either going to become, and that's that's the other thing that bothers me. So, like, Nazi Germany had a very good reason for becoming Nazi Germany. It was post World War One. They were very angry about losing the war. Their economy was destroyed. Tons of like unfair things were levied on them as part of the Treaty of Versailles. They had to pay for the whole war. The country was in economic shambles. Everything in the United States is great. So why are there yeah. Nazis? Because. Fox News was able to convince people that things weren't great because they had to, or else people might say that it's okay to keep electing Democrats like Obama. Because yeah. under Obama, things were fantastic. We weren't attacked by terrorists like we were under Bush, and you know, mean, all kinds of things. I'm still very upset about, like, the. Uh, someone brought up a point um, about baby boomers uh, got us into a war that we've been in since I was a senior in high school, and I go, oh, yeah, and they go, and we've gotten nothing from it. And I go, yeah, we haven't, have we? We have been at war in Iraq and Afghanistan since I was in high school, and we have gotten we got nothing a, from it. We got a shitload of um, wounded warriors and new veterans. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of veterans we don't take care of, and a lot of uh. So <clears throat> here's a great thing. I wanted to throw this out there too, just while we're wrapping up. Um, I saw somebody I was arguing with somebody the other day about Democrats and Republicans and like putting immigrants in concentration camps, and they were like, "Well, we got to do something. We can't just build hotels at the border." And I go. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we could do, and there's a lot of stuff we could afford. We have the money to fix everything. We, it would actually be cheaper to ankle bracelet people and give them a court date and like a hearing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, there are so I mean, many cheaper ways to do this. I mean, I'm 
I, I'm the quiet guy in the back saying, well, you know, I'm saying open borders. Just fucking let them come in and uh, work the shitty jobs they've always worked. That system has worked for a very long time. It's good for our economy. Again, it feeds tax money into our economy while they can't take any benefits back out of it. And also then we get to keep having very cheap produce at the grocery store. Oh, like it's win, win, win. My favorite, my favorite by far had to be, uh, uh, you know, like, we got to know who's coming in our country. Why? Like, we do don't you... know who's here. These are the same people that don't want anyone to know if they own guns or not, right? Yeah. Like, we don't. The government has no right knowing how many guns I own. They do not get to have a registry on that. Yeah. But, but... with immigrants, it's all like, oh, no, we definitely got to have all the brown people noted. Yeah, we got we to gotta, we gotta fucking bag and tag them. But, like, yeah, it's like we don't know who's in the country doing whatever. Like, saying yeah. we got to know everyone if you're, who's... If you're just because you're born in America doesn't mean you're born with the default set of higher values and, and that's moral what it is than anyone else in the world, right? A human's a human. Every person is just a person across the world in any nation. They're not born with any sort of inherent traits, yeah? So anyone born in America is not necessarily a great person. So why don't we just start, like, deporting people that don't live up to our current standards? No, right? no, that's what they're going to do, and they're going to make the standard, and then I'm going to get deported. Yeah. See, I mean, I mean, I would love ideally to just start deporting the deplorables, but you're right; they would def they're definitely the ones that would use that against us. I think if you here's the thing, I think if you want to build the ultimate country, right? Here's what you yes. do: you make everybody to get their citizen citizenship. Everybody has to achieve these like Olympic level and genius level goals, right? So yeah. like, uh, you pick your like your you pick your uh, your your Olympic events. And you have to you have to score like at least bronze, silver, or gold. Um, you know uh, you have, have to you, ha idea. you know what I mean. You have to be like a super. Yeah, like why don't we just do that? So then if you're if you're if you're weak or stupid, we throw you out. Because that would eliminate most of Trump's family. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we'd be I thrown mean, out too. But I'd be okay with that. I was about to say that sounds like what the Spartan society used to do. Just Spartans murder are, the weak. Yeah, but Spartans are pretty horrible too. They also hunted their own slaves. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I think I know how to build a great country. Is just take like all of our prisons and put all the um, inmates onto an island somewhere. <laughs> Tell them you know stay here, you live here now, and let them start a country there, right? Because that worked out pretty good for Australia. They seem to have their shit together. Well, here's the thing. Here's how I think. You ready? You're, I got this great idea for building a great country. You ready for this? Yes. You set down uh, uh, a a list of rules, if you will, uh, with, that's able to be amended. And add in an elastic clause so it can be changed so that it's a living document based on the uh, brotherhood and the freedom of all men and that everybody has inalienable rights gifted to them uh, by their creator or however you think you got here that cannot be taken away by anyone, right? Rights don't come from the government. Your rights are, are inalienable and from within you. Maybe if we did that, that would build a great country, right? I, this document, it sounds like it has great... Vitality is that the word I'm looking for? No, like a strong yeah. I think you said constitution. It's, a, yeah. it's got a strong constitution. Resilience yeah, yeah. against the elements. Yes, yes. But where where would we ever find a country like that? Right. But that's the thing. Like uh, Trump just tweeted recently that following the constitution would be way too time consuming and costly. And I'm like, yep. yeah, of course it is, because you're a fucking dictator, and dictators don't like rules. But yeah, we're um, we've said before. Um, just because someone is not an American citizen. They still get to have all the same laws uh, or legal rights that a citizen does. And uh, I did look up where that comes from, and it is the 14th Amendment plus certain Supreme Court decisions saying that does apply to non-citizens. So, yeah, that, yeah, that's where it comes from. That's legal precedence. Yeah, it, there's legal and like constitutional precedent that if, man, Jack, Jack, if you're in the fucking, if you're in the fucking United States, we're going to treat you by law like you're in the United States. You get, you get to go to a fucking shitty that, trial like the rest of us, man. That, yep, that, that's on top of, you know, the whole human rights thing that we used to be a part of, but now we're not anymore. So I guess torture will really be okay. Well, that was the most God. honest thing we did was withdraw from the UN Human Rights Commission because uh, we've been yep. fucking that up for a while. Yep. Um, and um, so, yeah. oh, another thing that uh, we talked about right before the podcast is um, people saying that we're being alarmists about, uh, you know, this isn't like Hitler from the start of his regime. We're actually like five steps into Hitler's yeah, regime. Yeah, so there's right? a lot of people that are posting on the internet right now, and they're like, hey, so I lived under a brutal dictatorship, 
And you know how you guys are arguing about whether this is how Hitler started or not? Well, actually, you guys are way past where Hitler started. You're kind of in, like, his whole, uh, his plans up and go. You guys are about five steps in. Just, hey, just to let you know, you're, you're, already, you're already firmly inside the border of what Hitler was doing, okay? And I think I said this in the last podcast, but um, the reason they called it the final solution to exterminate the Jews was yeah. because they had tried a lot of other right, solutions right, right, first, right. such as breaking up families, which is also considered a form of genocide. Yep. So Trump's administration is already on the genocide train. Yep. yep. So yeah. So what happens basically is you get a bunch of like really fucked up people. Like uh, what's the angry bald guy that like that uh, Stephen Miller? Yeah. So you get a bunch of like Nazis like Stephen Miller in a room. He's the he's the other one that was kicked out of a restaurant two days before uh, Hucka Sanders. Yeah, so you get people like that uh, in in a fucking room together, and uh, they they talk about it, uh, and they go, "Oh, we tried this, we tried that. Uh, what have we have and not tried?" And then someone goes, "Hey, man, uh, what if we just kill them all?" And they're like, "What? What? No, that's crazy. No, what? That's uh, what? Do you, wait, what do you mean? I mean, like, we are we 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 take them, and uh, uh, then we uh, we we kill all of them. We we just kill them." And everyone's like, "Yeah, well, maybe." Like it's that's it's like can, a step away. Like if like, it goes if it goes south, can we still blame Obama? Yeah, we'll blame the Democrats. Like, but uh, well, I mean, we've already got them in camps and cages. Would it really be going that much further if we just killed them? You know, like you know, if the Democrats were really against this, and they would have gerrymandered whenever they had the chance, and they would have stopped us from uh, ever getting into power. So really, if you think about it, it's the Democrats' fault for not stopping us. Yeah. So the point they, is, they should have. They should have. More of them should have voted for Jill Stein's. What I'm saying. Once, once you open the, uh, once, the, once the genie's out of the bottle. I mean, once you start start taking steps towards more and more like radical, like uh, uh, cruel behavior, that becomes the norm and the standard by which we live. And that's yeah. That's why Trump's approval ratings have started to go back up, because no matter how insane he behaves, no matter how unpresidential, that's just becoming the norm. People are, they're tired of it, they're fatigued, and it's been happening for so long that that's just, you know, know, there was an article by a lady. and shitting your pants on Twitter is just seen as presidential behavior now. There was an article by a lady I read the other day that went to Pride, and she's a, she's like, she's a, uh, she's a black, uh, she's black, she's female, she's gay. Um, so she's at Pride, and she was talking about how the Pride Parade is still very, like, kind of racist, and this, like, she got in an argument with some guy over something, and he's like, why don't you go back where you came from? And she's like, what the fuck do you mean? Because I'm black? She's like, I fucking live here. And some other guy goes, hey, keep it down, there's children here. And she's like, you're worried about me saying fuck, but this guy's being racist, and you're okay with your kids absorbing that? And her point was, all these white people around her were just kind of like shuffling around and going, hey, keep it down. This is a parade. Come on. Do we always have to protest? Why do you guys are always... And that's the point, is like people people desperately want their lives to go back to normal, especially if they lived a sort of white, suburban, just happy... You know, that's what they mean when they go, it's always politics. I just, I don't want to get political anymore. It's because they haven't had to live like like hunted animals their whole lives to being like uh, oppressed. So like they just it makes them uncomfortable. They just want to go back to buying lattes and being racist in private. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's a thing. Yeah. All right, kids in cages. Let's not get political. I just want to get my my latte and 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 just be racist in private. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm ready to get political because I don't think that. Baby cages are a good thing. Yeah, like I don't know why that's such a political statement and even, these days. It has even affected me to the point of which, like, I'm st- as alarmist as I am. I'm like, it's never going to be like, it's never going to get like Hitler. We're never, that's never going to happen. It's like, and finally, when I saw that thing about somebody who's like, yeah, I lived under a brutal dictator, and you guys are pretty much in it, and I'm like, fuck. So in it to win it. Uh, I mean, before he was elected, like back in the summer of 2015, when he was still floating the idea, people that survived World War Two were coming out and saying, yeah, no, this guy's definitely a demagogue, just like Hitler on his way up. Like, yeah. He is just like Hitler. You people need to be careful about this. This shit could get and dangerous I, Yeah, and I remember, I remember hearing that. Like, you got veterans from World War II, you have people that survived the concentration camps, and they're going like, this guy's a lot like Hitler. And, like, I heard him, but I was like, yeah, but you're 80 and you're kind of rattled, and, like, you might have some residual <laughs> brain damage from, like, D-Day. Yeah, you know, everything to you is going to look like Hitler because, you know, Hitler's the reason your buddy got shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I kind of wrote him off, and now I'm like, yeah, you know what? No, they're fucking right. Like, fucking A, man. Yeah. 
So, I don't know, like, you know, I guess get out there and burn a house down, you know what I mean? Like, puncture a Nazi's tires, like, start the resistance, man. Uh, don't, no, uh, this whole false equivalency, civility, civility bullshit, like, dude, it's done, man. Fight back. Well, yeah, we don't endorse um, arson, but we do endorse slashing tires. Do we? Wait, is slashing tires a misdemeanor or a felony? Uh, I, I don't know. Just don't put your knife inside of people. <laughs> yeah, don't. Remember, guys, research the difference between a felony, a misdemeanor. Don't, com- don't ever commit anything to paper. Uh, if you're caught, say, I want a lawyer, admit to nothing, uh, and I guess continue to resist uh, against the dying of the light.